Hello, my name is Mikey, and today I'm here to be talking with you about prehistoric life. I'm a fifth grader in Michigan who is a writer for Wildcat Chat. Do you know why there are so many bones beneath the surface of the land? Why is the land in different color when you dig beneath the surface of the land? Was there life before us? If you answered yes, you're correct. The life that was before us was prehistoric. It happened a long time ago, and to learn about it, let's time travel back to this life. When we learn about the land, it's about the biosphere, what's living, the temperature, and history. After we get back to the real world, let's compare what is different between prehistoric life and human life. Prehistoric Territory at an approximate estimate of 560 million years ago, scientists have discovered new territories. In those territories, archaeologists have dug out bones that were skeletons of some animals. In a visual glossary of prehistoric life, scientists have discovered the most bones found in Europe. The clue of this made scientists think that the land back then was mostly cold. After a ton of research shown, there are two periods in this time, and they are quaternary and territory. After this life has been discovered, scientists have studied about the bones and sorted them in epoches. An epoch is a group of Cenozoics that look alike and belong in the same family. Ever since the bones have been discovered, the scientists didn't stop. They kept researching until they learned 100% about this life. First, they had to research about the animals and see how they adapt. Next, the archaeologists take the rocks of the land to make predictions. Lastly, the research is all put together and the period is solved. In a book of prehistoric life, the author quoted, In about 560 million years ago, there was glacier-covered landforms and unexpected earth forms. The earth world of Earth wasn't like this before because of the meteorite impact. Even with the land solved, the historians put all this in a Chicago museum, which was now populated. The Prehistoric Biosphere 422 million years ago, the biosphere of the land is different. The biosphere is a system on Earth that I learned in my science class. I learned it is all about the plants on Earth. In the prehistoric biosphere, new plants that I have never seen before, like spore-bearing plants that have crinkly, crumply, and crooked parallel stems, back in those times... Plants like ferns, gyrosperms, and flowering plants were plants that all herbivores could eat. Unlike plants from our world, these plants are only edible for Cenozoics, and humans can only eat plants from their world. It would be great for humans to try these plants, but there is no place in the world that have these types of plants. What Cenozoics lived there? 220 million years ago, we've discovered the first Cenozoics, and they are primitive animals. Let me give an example. 
A megapharium is a big sloth with huge defensive claws. Oh, and I almost forgot that primitive means defensive. I have another example shown. The glyptodon is a prehistoric turtle with a large head, shell, and club tail. Other than them, there are carnivorous animals that are way ferocious than tigers. An example is a smilodon with long fangs by its side, and it can run 26 miles per hour. But smilodon is not the fastest. The next species are mysterious hooved animals that are almost like rhinos but are different because of something. The example here is an elasmopharium with a fat belly and a long enormous horn that nobody can break. The last species is of course mammoths. So the example is the example everyone knows and it is woolly mammoth with large fur and long horns. The climate back then. Back then, the Cenozoics lived, but is their climate hot or cold? I have watched a movie called Ice Age, and there are a ton of mammals in a white setting. So this gives us a clue that their climate was really cold. If the weather is frosty, then how could these Cenozoics adapt to this weather? In that case, the question is solved. Cenozoics are cold-blooded. After that being solved, there is a fact that the Ice Age was freezing more than Antarctica. Setting is the most important thing for scientists to finding mentor life. It also helps us to become smart scientists. History of prehistoric life. We have studied a lot about prehistoric life, but there is a question. How is it all started? We shall already know that this life happened right before the mass extinction, but how are the Cenozoics born after a big explosion of everything? The answer requires some sequential thinking. So let's find out what happened first. So what happened first was the dinosaur mass extinction. Next was that everything was wiped out. And lastly was that Cenozoics started to fill in. This is the order of what happened, so let's dig deeper. Although the explosion happened, there are some animals that have survived, and they are crocodiles, insects, and birds. In fact, those are surviving animals that survived for two periods. Also, it's our evidence to becoming a scientist. There is more proof being shown that Earth can form living systems, but we didn't know that at first. So let's use poison ivy for an example. It's harmful for humans, so why is it planted? Who planted it on earth? In order to solve this, think about planting a seed. You add water and sunlight to it, and it starts to grow. When you planted it, it starts to grow, but your actions did not do it. The earth did. All the nutrients of soil, water, and light make the seed grow, which is in the earth. So poison ivy just grew itself from the earth. Still, this isn't enough evidence to, show, to find the answer to our driving question because plants and animals are different. Here's another example. Women give birth to babies, which a mammal makes another mammal. Humans weren't formed back then, and there were only animals that are ant mammals. All this shows that the first human was probably created by an animal. 
and that the mammals that survived the mass extinction gave birth to Cenozoics making life. This science work is officially solved, adding to that it was also brainy. Comparing Cenozoic land to human land. We already learned what the prehistoric land was all about, so let's make some inferences on what was different. Before we get started, be sure to use the knowledge we studied together. First, the land was formed differently. Second, the biosphere had different plants. Third, different adaptations were living at these times. Fourth, the climate was at different temperature. And lastly, we're prehistoric and historic. Conclusion. Thanks for joining me on Wildcat Chat. Before we leave, let's review what we learned. We learned about prehistoric territory, the prehistoric biosphere, the prehistoric adaptations, and the prehistoric climate, and also the prehistoric history. At the end, we compared and contrast our lives to unknown lives. Come and share to become a smart, intelligent scientist. Make your brain bigger than anyone else's. All right, now, I hope you enjoyed chatting with me. Bye.